I'm leaving visual effects animation again. I'm returning to video game animation, and I wanted to talk a little bit about the differences between the two. Now, I'd be lying if I said that the strikes that are going on right now didn't play into the factor to switch into video game animation right now. While it's pretty well known that the visual effects animation and visual effects in general are struggling because of the lack of work coming down the pipeline due to the strikes. So we have the writer's strike as well as the actor's strike. The writer's strike has been somewhat resolved and the actor's strike is ongoing. Now, even though these things are becoming resolved, there's still a backlog of work that needs to get done so that animators like myself have something to do in visual effects. So we still need to wait for the writing to get done, the shows to get approved, the filming to happen, and then somewhere down the line, we'll have something to animate for those projects. So because of the strikes, those things have naturally been delayed and you can read up more about that. There's plenty of articles about the impact these strikes are having on not just the writers and actors themselves, but on everybody else in the industry like visual effects. While I very much support the actor's strike, the collateral damage of it is very real. So I would be lying if I said that didn't factor into my calculus to step away from visual effects animation maybe for a while or a, a little bit of time, we'll see, and go back into video game animation. So video game animation, by the nature of those projects, have much longer project cycles. So there's a little bit more stability. And when you're working in visual effects animation, sometimes there's less stability. Project cycles are shorter. Sometimes you're only working on something for a few weeks or a few months even where project cycles on a video game can last years and years. That comes with its own pros and cons. You may like the variety that you get from visual effects animation. So that's something to pursue if you're always wanting that new thing. Video game animation, as I'm getting on in my years, it becomes more appealing from a career standpoint when it has the stability, as well as it has some perks that you don't get in visual effects animation. Typically, you don't get bonuses in visual effects, but you can get them in video games because typically the companies themselves own the IP. Of course, there are co-developing and outsourcing companies that don't own IP and they just are like a vendor, like a visual effects studio would be a vendor for a movie. But some of the big video game studios are actually the owner of their IP. So they gain in the sale of those video games. And that can be passed on to the employees in terms of performance bonuses or sales bonuses. So that can be an appealing aspect of working in video game animation as well. Now, from a technical standpoint, there's quite a big difference. In visual effects animation, you don't have an entire huge, really important chunk of the job, which is implementing the animation you've done into the playable or experiential thing that the audience is going to use and go through. In visual effects animation, when you're done with your animation, you hit publish and it sends it down the line and you don't do anything else unless someone tells you something's not working. In video game animation, it can be quite different where most of your time some days can be just implementing or debugging things and trying to figure out how things work in the engine and making sure your animation is playing back correctly at the right time, at the right rate and all those pieces are working together and there's a lot more, it's just more complicated basically is the easiest way to say it. 
So if you'd like a bit more of a technical challenge, then video game animation might be for you. I teach some of that in the intermediate course because it is somewhat more advanced things. You want to have kind of a foundation of animation before you start doing video game animation. So that's one nice thing about animation in general is animation is animation. Once you learn the principles, you can apply them in different ways. You just need to know how to apply them in different ways and how things like responsiveness in video games is important on how you're determining the timing and spacing of your animation for a video game specifically. If you wanna read up more about video game animation, there is a great book by my ex-coworker, Jonathan Cooper. We sat next to each other or two seats away from each other at Naughty Dog when we both worked there. He's now at Apple, but he wrote a book called Game Anim, and it goes through a great overview of all the different moving pieces uh, that happen inside of a game animation studio. I actually had the opportunity to stay in visual effects animation, and I was also given the opportunity to pursue video game animation again. So I took the video game animation route to dip my toe back in those waters, and I'm excited to jump back into using Unreal Engine every day, and also obviously animating in Maya is gonna be the other way that we get our animation completed before we get it into the game engine Unreal. So I'm really excited about this next step of my journey and I enjoy sharing this with you because everyone's journey is different. And of course, these are just my experiences and my opinions. And I try to hopefully help your journey a little bit by sharing what's going on in mine. So currently that's what's going on with me is I'm now a senior gameplay animator. And of course, my opinions are my own and they do not reflect the opinions of my employer in any way whatsoever. So that's the disclaimer for that. But that is the calculus that you have to do in your career to stay afloat. Unfortunately, there's been a lot of layoffs in video game animation as well. It's not like video game companies are immune to layoffs and entire closures of studios. Things can happen where big companies buy other game studios and then shut them down later. That happened recently. So... Even though I'm pursuing video game animation now, that doesn't mean to say this in that part of the industry is immune to instability as well. So it's just part of the nature of being an animator and confronting that with some healthy realism and not being naive about what this career involves in that regard is important. And I think that's maybe not talked enough about, especially for people just starting out who have a lot of enthusiasm and sometimes it's hard to hear the harsh realities of the difficult decisions that you'll have to make in your career. But looking back when I was just starting out, I would have loved to have had the difficult decision of choosing between two job offers. When I was starting out, uh, just to get one job offer was amazing and it still is. So I definitely appreciate any job that I still get, but that is the calculus that I'm having to do and you'll have to do as well when you come to different forks in the road in your own personal life and maybe things are happening on the family side or you need more stability or you want to venture out more or get a specific type of experience and pursue that, then you need to know how to go about that and frame your work and create work in a way that makes you attractive to those companies. And that's what I did uh, trying to get to the UK, which I live in now is working for a US game company so that I would be attractive to European game companies who may not wanna take a risk on someone who's never worked on a game before. So that's why I worked at a game company in the United States before I transferred over to the United Kingdom. So that is another episode I want to do 
soon it is a big topic, so I've been putting it off because it's so hard to know how to approach such a big topic about working in the United States versus working in the United Kingdom and how those differ and the pros and cons of that. So let me know if that is something you want to hear because it'll encourage me to actually sit down and record that and try to be as diligent as possible about all the facts that I want to make sure I bring to the table and not just my opinions. So I look forward to recording that. Thanks for listening to this Animator Journey podcast episode, and I look forward to seeing you in the next one. Please like, comment, and share this so that other people can benefit from this information and their animator's journey. If you want to learn more about a career in animation, check out animatorsjourney.com where I have a webinar going on and you can register for that to have about an hour long presentation from the entire journey of becoming an animator from knowing nothing to getting your first job and what that looks like. So I look forward to seeing you there in that webinar and I'll talk to you soon.